All you bigots, all you homophobes, all you transphobes, all you xenophobes, and you good old-fashioned Americans, this is the Rubin Report direct message for January 26th, 2021, and we're going an hour early today. It's 10 a.m. Pacific because, believe it or not, people, I'm getting on a plane and I'm going to travel to the free state of Texas. That's right. I'll be in Dallas for the next couple days shooting roughly 800,000 shows with the fine people of The Blaze doing a bunch of stuff with uh, Glenn Beck and Ali Stuckey and a couple other people. And uh, we'll be shooting our show from there as well. And I'll be doing some Fox hits and a bunch of other stuff. And according to the voice in my ear, I'm going to go out and eat dinner with friends while I'm there and possibly go shopping and Maybe even take a walk in the park. Anything's possible in Texas. Uh, ironically, I am leaving tomorrow. Uh, well, I'm leaving today, so I'll be there tomorrow. Friday is when California partially reopens. So I will not be here as we partially reopen. And people who've been trapped in the dark in dungeons who haven't seen sunlight, they're going to you know, try to open the door and come outside and it's going to burn their eyes and burn their skin, make them look like zombies, thus you know, the zombie apocalypse that I've been predicting for a long time will happen. Uh, all right, we got a bunch of stuff that I want to get to today, a bunch of great stories. Uh, before anything, though, uh, my cracked YouTube people have been telling me that a lot of you have not been seeing our videos in your feed. Can you believe that? Is it possible that YouTube might be manipulating the algorithm, might not be showing videos that you want to see, and might be pushing you to other things to mess with your mind? I don't know, call me a conspiracy theorist, right? Uh, if you are not subscribed, or even if you think you're subscribed, just make sure that you are subscribed. Just click that notification bell, and then once you click the bell, you can actually, uh, you can filter it so that you can see more of our videos, make sure you see all of them, et cetera, et cetera. I know a lot of people click it, and then it gets unclicked, and the whole freaking thing, yada, yada, yada. And if you wanna actually ensure that you see all of our stuff without any algorithmic manipulation or anything else, of course, you can go to rubenreport.locals.com, and it's all ad-free. And before we get to the show, I want to talk to you fine people about Built Bar. Not Bill Barr, a fine man. I want to talk to you about Built Bar, the protein bar. It's a new year, and if you're looking for a new protein bar, I've got just the brand for you guys. Built Bar is the secret to keeping both of your New Year's resolutions, eating healthier food, okay? Eat tastier food, too. That's two things. Built Bar are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. I can actually lose or maintain weight while indulging in a yummy treat. Healthy has never been this delicious. Built Bars taste like candy and come in 18 amazing flavors, including caramel brownie and peanut butter. I've got coconut almond right here. Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, including both nut and nut-free flavors and are soft and easy to chew. After the holidays, we still want to indulge, but we also need to shed those additional pounds, which is why Built Bars are the perfect alternative to pie for the health-conscious guy. Each bar contains only 110 to 160 calories, 60, 16 to 20 grams of protein, and three to five net carbs. Don't give up on your resolution. Built Bar is the answer. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code RUBEN to get 20% off your next order. Use promo code RUBEN to get 20% off at BuiltBar.com. And now, back to Dave Rubin. Hello. All right, let's talk about this Chuck Schumer fella, because he was on MSNBC with uh, journalist 
Rachel Maddow, and she uh, was asking him about some of the things that Joe Biden could potentially do. And he wants Joe to use emergency powers, which as we'll get to in a moment, that reminded me of something, but let's take a look. Describe to me new Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer's main legislative priorities. Obviously, we have some things that are not legislative technically, the, the impeachment of the president, the president's, uh, the new president's cabinet. Um, oh, can I say one other thing on climate? Please. I think it might be a good idea for President Biden to call a climate emergency. Hmm, why? Because there, he can, it relates to what you're saying. Then he can do many, many things under the emergency powers of the president that wouldn't have to go through, that he could do without legislation. Now, Trump used this emergency for a stupid wall, which wasn't an emergency. But if there ever was an emergency, climate is one. So I would suggest uh, that they explore looking at climate as an emergency, which would give them more flexibility. After all, it's a crisis. Hmm. So a senator using emergency powers. Where have we heard that before? Misa propose. <laughs> Misa propose that the Senate give immediately emergency powers to the Supreme Chancellor. Yes, that was me, okay? We couldn't play the video because they've got all this copyright nonsense. That was my Jar Jar Binks. Can we put that image up again? I wanna do that one more time. I felt good about that. I'm gonna clear my throat. <clears throat> Misa proposed that the Senate give immediately emergency powers to the Supreme Chancellor. Yeah, play the original clip if you can find the clip and then play my version of that. That is pretty spot on Jar Jar Binks for a guy that hasn't done you know, a Binks impression in about 10 years. Uh, yes, you know, the reason that I wanted to play or show you that meme and do my silly little voice there is the idea that we're gonna constantly go from one crisis to another. We've had a COVID crisis, we'll have economic crises, we have a climate crisis, the world's gonna explode in 12 years. And what should we do along the way? We should give the people in charge of us, in charge who have all the power, we should give them more power because only if they had more power, they could do more for us, even though they're a bunch of incompetent buffoons. That's what Senator Palpatine knew. And uh, that's what Jar Jar Binks gave him. And Jar Jar Binks is basically, well, I would say Chuck Schumer is the Jar Jar Binks of the Senate now because he's trying to give him more power. And then we were looking at the clip. They kind of look similar in a way. Look at these two, Binks, Schumer, Schumer, Binks. They, they look, there's a similar, there's a, the front of the face. Uh, if we could have had Chuck with his mouth open, I think you would have seen a little bit more of that, the beady eyes, it's all, it's all there. Anyway, guys, this constant idea that we need to give these people more power, that they have to do more for us and that they can solve anything. You know, the irony, we're gonna show you a clip in just a second of, of Biden talking about the, the rollout of the COVID thing, uh, vaccination, which he said he was gonna take care of and Trump was a buffoon and blah, blah, blah. And now he's basically saying he can't do it. Um, they can't do anything right. Like what does the government do well? What problem would you have in life that you would say, I sure do want the government's help, right? Uh, but Ronald Reagan has a great quote that I'm gonna slightly butcher. Something like there's no problem that the government creates that the government can't make worse. I mean, that really is the idea here, but we're gonna give him emergency powers so he can solve the climate. I mean, it's just completely idiotic. We've got a couple other quotes here. This first from, from Bloomberg as to what, 
he could do. Uh, declaring a climate emergency could unlock new powers for Biden, including the ability to redirect funding for clean energy projects, shut down crude oil ex exports, suspend offshore drilling, and curtail the movement of fossil fuels on pipelines, trains, and ships. It could unlock new powers for Biden, including force lightning, if I'm not mistaken, which if he uses too much of, could uh, you know completely uh, melt his face and then he would end up looking like Palpatine. You see what I'm doing here. We'll do one more from the New York Times. Uh, going back to normal now means returning to a course that will destabilize the conditions for all human life everywhere on earth. We don't see normal again. We won't see normal again in our lifetimes. Our parents and grandparents burned normal up in their American built cars with their American lifestyles and their American refrigerators and American dreams. Um, can one of you make a bleep sound? I'm not gonna do it, I'm not gonna do it. If I say the F-bomb, if I say the F-bomb, we get demonetized, which then hurts us in the algorithm so you don't see these videos. I mean, there's just so much drivel in there. The amount of good that America has done, the amount of good that capitalism has done so that all of us could rise and have more and be freer and all those things. And the twisted way the New York Times, which again is not a newspaper, it's, it's leftist trash propaganda, um, the way they want to turn young people against their parents. Look what you did by consuming with your refrigerator that you fed me with. Look what you did with your American-made car. Look what you did. Like they actually want to turn us against the generations before us. That's part of what this thing is, by the way, guys. That is by design. It's not that they just want to destroy the institutions of the past. They need you to believe that the people who came before you Literally the ones in your family who raised you, they need you to believe that they were evil too. So that when they destroy the family, where else will you turn? You will turn to them, right? You will turn to them. Boy, everything was so evil and my family was part of it. Grandma with all that frozen meat in the freezer. What was she saving all that meat for? She was cooking it probably to feed you, you idiot. Um, it's just endless, but okay, if you think that Joe Biden with his emergency powers can uh, save us. Well, he's, he's not sure he can. Even Joe, he promised to save us, right? Trump was the incompetent buffoon, but, but here's Joe uh, just a day or two ago. We have recently discovered in the final days of the transition, and it wasn't until the final days we got the kind of cooperation we needed, that once we arrived, a vaccine program is in worse shape than we anticipated or expected. A lot of you follow this and nobody is, I mean this sincerely, the press is the smartest group of people in town. You, you hone this stuff down clearly. I think you found the same thing. Even before I took office, I announced a new vaccination, a vaccination strategy which centers on federal leadership and execution for our whole country. And that's why I directed my COVID team to go to work immediately on how we could step up the vaccination efforts and uh, the vaccinations. Okay, so there's a couple things there. If we watch further into the clip, he's talking about how this is gonna last for months and they're not exactly sure what they have to do. But the first part of that, where he's saying that the plan that they got from Trump, like it's worse than they thought. Well, he ran on saying this guy has no plan. It's an evil plan. He's killing people. You know, he's not doing anything. He's incompetent and everything. So the idea that they walked in there and then they looked at it and they were like, boy, this is really worse than the horrible thing that we've been talking about. It's so much worse and he didn't carry the one. It's like, come on, it's like, just come on. And then the reason that I really wanted to show you that clip was the way that he sucks up to the media. Yeah, the media, the press, they're the smartest people in town. What town? He's talking about DC, now I get it, DC's filled with a bunch of dingbats, but, but no. 
the press. Like, and also the idea that this guy would be kissing the butt of the press who kisses his butt all the time. That's a lot of butt kissing. And by the way, speaking of butt kissing, now there's this thing coming out of China. We weren't even gonna cover this story today. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow uh, more extensively. But in China now, they've got people taking not just the uh, COVID test up the nose, they're literally putting it up the butt. I kid you not, like that's coming next. They're gonna literally have people sticking Q-tips up people's butts or something. Like the, the, the never ending cascade of epic nonsense that we are putting up with right now is truly extraordinary and should be studied uh, for years to come. Uh, but speaking of lunacy and extraordinary things to study for years to come, as I said, uh, California is gonna get out at least partially out of lockdown, which pretty much everyone's been ignoring anyway, although it's destroyed all the small businesses in this once great state, uh, we're gonna get out of it on Friday. He, Gavin Newsom, who uh, recall Gavin, is it recallgavin.com or recall Gavin Newsom? Can, we, can you confirm that for me? I wanna send as many people to the correct website. I believe it's just recallgavin.com, if I'm not mistaken. We'll get that in just a sec. Um, Gavin Newsom, who is our horrible governor, you guys all know how I feel about him. It's recallgavin2020.com. Come, go check it out. Uh, you actually have to sign the recall by hand. Last I heard, they have about 1.3 million signatures. Uh, you need 1.5, but if you go to the website, they'll help direct you to a place that you can go and physically do it. You think that might be why he's also keeping us locked down? He doesn't want people outside able to sign the thing? Anyway, uh, he is lifting the stay-at-home order, although something is sort of interesting about the numbers because we actually have 50% less ICU beds than right now, right now as I speak, than the day he implemented it. I believe we have a uh, fancy chart that the government has provided. So that means that on the day that he did this outdoor dining ban, if I'm not mistaken, it was around December 7th or so, uh, that was when that woman, Sheila Cool, I've talked about this a bunch, they had a meeting where they decided uh, by a 3-2 vote to shut all outdoor dining and then she was the deciding vote and then literally went out to eat that night at her favorite Italian restaurant in Santa Monica. That's how ridiculously moronic these people are. But on that very day when they closed outdoor dining, again, in Los Angeles, which is basically 75 or 80 degrees and sunny every single day, although it did rain the other day, so that was nice, uh, we had 2,266 ICU beds available. Well now, flash forward about six weeks after the, we've locked down, we've destroyed, destroyed more businesses, destroyed more lives, we now have half of that. We have 1,168 and now he's opening the state. Do you get it? Do you get it, people? This man is a buffoon. I would argue he's a criminal and has people's lives uh, on his hands, okay? He's not a good man. Uh, but here's a little video that'll make you smile. Critics are saying this online, that um, this decision today comes amidst uh, a recall campaign, comes amidst lawsuits, and they say that the timing on this is, is arbitrary and convenient based off of that. I want to give you a chance to respond to people that are saying that. Yeah, that's just complete, utter nonsense. So let's just dispense with that fundamental, foundationally nonsense. So That's just fundamental nonsense. Let's just dispense with that. Could he possibly seem like more of a bad guy in a Disney movie? He is the bad guy in the Disney movie with the perfect teeth and the perfect slick back hair and the fake tan and the whole thing. And he sounds like this. And people ask him legitimate questions and well, I'm just gonna dispense with that. That man, and also the blinking. I think we have to show that again. What's going on with the blinking? The blinking and the touching, the blinking, the blinking, the blinking. Is he sending us a message? Can we show that again? Critics are saying this online that um, this decision today comes amidst 
uh, a recall campaign comes amidst lawsuits, and they say that the timing on this is, is arbitrary and convenient based off of that. I want to give you a chance to respond to people that are saying that. Yeah, that's just complete, utter nonsense. So let's just dispense with that fundamental, foundationally nonsense. That's just fundamentally confusing nonsense and dispense with that. You, this is what they do all the time. I mean, Democrats have an incredible way of doing this because the media lets them off the hook. And I actually don't even mean that to be partisan, but it is a fact. This is what, whenever Joe Biden gets asked a question, ah, oh, come on, man, and then just walks away, or when, when Kamala Harris gets confronted with something, what is she, the evil cat? <laughs> yeah. That's what they do, and what does he do there? It's not, it's not acknowledging it, that there is a massive movement to have this incompetent buffoon recalled, and I hope that I've had a little something to do with it. Uh, he doesn't acknowledge his failures, right? Like, what would a leader do if, if, if we were really in this horrific pandemic, and, all, and which there is a pandemic, I'm not denying it, and if we were seeing the reality of watching our economy destroyed and watching all of these lives destroyed and the, and the depression that you guys know about and suicides that are up, which more and more stories keep leaking out, and just think of the way humanity has been fundamentally changed in the last 11 months. Now, also, uh, Joe Biden wants us 100 days to mask another 100 days now. So we went from two weeks to flatten the curve to 11 months later, we want 100 more days of masking, which 100 more days, like, yes, that's based in science. It just happened to be 100 days, not 97 days, not 103 days, 100 days if you mask up again. I mean, it's all blithering idiocy. But does that guy seem like someone who the buck stops with him? Does that guy seem like somebody who feels any sense of remorse or that maybe he made a mistake along the way or something? Or why doesn't he just come out there and say, you know what, you know what guys? Uh, I understand that we have less than half of the ICU beds we did when we made that, that decision six weeks ago. Maybe that was the wrong decision and actually we've looked at the numbers and we don't think that further destroying the entire economy is worth the, the cost, right? Like we don't think that that will save enough people so we're gonna have to reopen and there's a little risk in life. Wouldn't that be a little bit of an honest thing to say? But we've elected people, I suppose, who, who are completely incapable of being honest with us. Uh, but at least we have big tech that can be honest with us. That was a hell of a segue. Uh, Twitter, ladles and jelly spoons, you know that twitter.com site? It is, it is a truly evil place online. And if you're not on Twitter, I wouldn't recommend it. It's uh, where a bunch of psychotic people argue with genderless anime avatars all day about string theory. Um, but they have launched something called Birdwatch to prevent disinformation Let's look at the official video from Twitter support. Well, there you go, people. 
Fear not, the age of disinformation is over because hordes of genderless anime he, she avatars on Twitter will now tell you what is the truth. Look, they're basically outsourcing truth to the mob. Um, they go further on to say, we can show this image that we have real quick about what the qualifications are. If you wanna get in the Birdwatch program, I thought the most, in, you know, you have to have a verified email, verified phone number. That's nice actually, cause that will clean up a little bit of it. So I'll give credit where credit is due. Uh, but I thought this one was interesting. Birdwatch is not available for anyone who has violated Twitter rules. Now that's very interesting because, you know, I often get messages, emails from Twitter that my tweets have been reported. And sometimes I think we've shown one or two of them where they'll say something like, this tweet has been reported, which my tweets get reported all the time. They only, they only send me the note on it if it's like a big account that's reporting me. Um, so they'll say something like, your tweet has been reported, but we found out that it didn't violate the laws of Germany. So we're gonna leave it up. I literally got one a while ago that said that my tweet didn't violate the laws of Pakistan. So they're gonna leave it up. So you see what's happening here as big tech becomes global and ubiquitous that literally we're, we're outsourcing truth to the mob, just like the whole bunch of people who will tell you uh, that there aren't two genders. And then at the same time, we're also being beholden to potentially the laws of other countries that don't respect free speech the way we do here in the United States. Not that we're doing a great job of it and certainly not that Twitter's doing a great job of it. Um, anyway, it is a big freaking mess, but there's other ways to enjoy life, like traveling, which I'm about to do, like eating good food, which I'm about to do, and by connecting with some like-minded people for some interesting conversation, which is exactly what we're doing at rubenreport.locals.com. Uh, by the way, guys, I just posted my interview this morning with Jordan Belfort, who is the Wolf of Wall Street. If you saw the phenomenal movie, Wolf of Wall Street with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jordan Belfort is him. It's based on his book, his life story. Uh, we actually grew up in, in a very uh, similar area, know a lot of the same people, although he's a little older than me. It's a great interview. He talks about the movie, he talks about business, he talks about inspiring people, jail, drugs, the whole thing. You can watch part one uh, right now. And of course it's ad free at rubenreport.locals.com. Uh, we're gonna do a live in-person panel on Friday at The Blaze with Glenn Beck and a couple other people. And uh, hey, listen guys, if you know someone who could appreciate a different viewpoint, be sure and check this video, share this video, I should say, by clicking on that share arrow below. And uh, oh, and a special thanks to uh, Miss Tulsi Gabbard who gave locals a shout out on Tucker Carlson last night. There's a lot of good stuff happening here, people. All right, stay sane and mask up or die.